0: Hello and welcome to All About Smartphones, brought to you by AirS LA, the Audio Internet Reading Service of Los Angeles. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta. And I'm Julian Vargas. And today we're gonna to talk to you about some of the new accessibility enhancements that are coming this fall from Apple. Now, Julian, I know that you really keep up to date with all of these types of announcements and releases, but some of these things are really, really exciting. Why don't you tell us about what we could expect for this fall?
1: So, as we all know, uh, uh, Apple updates a lot of its operating systems right around the fall. So the the mobile platform gets will be getting iOS 10. Uh, the Mac platform will be getting uh, Mac OS Sierra, oh, <laughs> Apple TV will be uh, getting an update, and uh, Watch OS will uh, also be getting an update. Watch OS three is coming out, so a lot of neat stuff coming out. Obviously, uh, you know, I I, uh, I scoured the internet for stuff and try to read between lines and things like that because there's non-disclosure agreements that people sign when they are beta testing or developing products, but. From what I can see, it it does look like some neat stuff uh, is coming. So, let's start with uh, with iOS 10. Uh, for voice um, voiceover side, uh, from what I understand, we're going to be getting a few extra new voices, which is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I have heard about, and I really hope that really does <laughs> it really does a uh, become a part of it because sometimes they'll bring this stuff out and test it and then decide and eh, you know, maybe it's not ready yet and then <laughs> not give it to us but something we've a lot of us have been wanting for voiceover is a pronunciation dictionary oh it's long overdue but apparently we're supposed to be getting that with ios 10 so for example when it uh, doesn't pronounce names or certain words correctly you're now going to be able to go in there and tell it how to pronounce that word correctly, much like you've been able to do with JAWS and the other screen readers for many years. Uh, yeah. So that's something I'm really, really looking forward to. Uh, for the low vision uh, crowd, this is particularly uh, big. They're going to be adding a video magnifier wow. type of uh, uh, service to the platform. Now, there's other apps out there that already do this, that you can get, like Vision Assist and things like that. But what's nice is that this is going to be built right into the operating system, and you'll be able to make it something you can toggle on and off as needed. Much, uh, well, we all know about the three, uh, the, the, the triple click home thing. Most of us, uh, voiceover users use it to turn voiceover on and off, but you can actually use it to turn on, on and off other things, like the magn- the mag, the, uh, screen magnification you can use it to turn on on and off the inversion of colors and things like that so this magnifier will be one of those things you can put on that list nice. that you can uh, use to uh, triple click home and turn on and off and you, you'll have the ability to change the color and the contrast and, and zoom and things like that so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this stacks up compared to the uh Third party apps that exist out there that already do these kinds of things and how it meshes up against the uh, standalone
0: video magnifiers. Yeah, I think this is going to really, really, you know, open up the eyes of the video magnifier manufacturers because people are going to be able to get this on their iPhone for free. Yeah, I mean, imagine you don't think it's one less
1: thing to carry, and that's what the iPhone yeah. represents is that it, it, it slowly but surely. It uh, takes the place of a lot of these standalone bulky devices that we as blind and low
0: vision users <laughs> had to carry around with us everywhere we went you know Julian, but let me interrupt just for a moment here, but you know what all this is really making me realize is that for people who have low vision, we are really, really blessed because the companies are listening to what our needs are and and they 're incorporating these different pieces of technology. Into these devices at no charge.
1: Yeah, it's awesome, and that's that's a beautiful part is that Apple as well as uh, Google uh, with Android. You know, they're they're baking this into the cost of everything, so a blind or low vision user doesn't have to pay m- more than a sighted user does to, to have an accessible device. And as this stuff gets more and more, of this stuff gets baked baked into the accessibility services. Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, little by little we also don't have to buy as many specialized apps either so right it's interesting to to see how this goes uh, going forward i know with google for example they've got something called google now on tap and reportedly one of the things that it's going to be able to do is uh, if you have the camera app running and you trigger this on tap you'll have the ability to uh, read qr codes or, or even do ocr with it so Things built into wow. the operating system—it's just amazing. But bringing wow. it back to Apple, <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's really neat all this stuff that that gets built in. Um, something else i read that's interesting is for uh, 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 people with hearing impairments, they're going—they're putting in iOS 10 something that simulates the the teletype machines. So now you can use your iPhone to communicate with somebody uh, via phone call who has a teletype machine, without having to plug in the special equipment into the phone.
0: Wow, that is nice. So they're- you know, Julian, also, uh, if you could uh, talk about this, something you were telling me about earlier this morning, is that with even the current iOS uh, operating system, they now have a new feature that will eliminate the blue light for people who would be using their iPhones at night to help them to sleep
1: yeah this is a pretty big deal uh, last year when ios 9 was introduced or, or late, some later version of it i don't think it was there when it first launched but it, it got put in there later and yeah this is the whole idea is that more and more uh people take their smartphones to bed with them and before they go to sleep they'll look at facebook they'll read email you know texts here and there whatever and it was it's thought that all that blue light uh messes with your ability to get a good sleep so they introduced this uh, this mode where you can configure it that after a certain time or you could have toggle it so that's always on uh, it's uh, softening the tones of the light that
0: your eyes are seeing yeah so essentially it's filtering that harmful blue light and it really is going to be helpful for people who have uh, retinal diseases such oh, yeah. as uh, RP and macular degeneration. Yeah, so so that that's already here, but they're gonna, I imagine, enhance that.
1: Uh, there's enhancements to the color schemes for people who are colorblind, uh, mm-hmm. and that was something that Apple uh, recently started. So uh, I hear there's gonna be more of that. So really good stuff coming to iOS with with regard to accessibility, and of course. Uh, We'll know the final details once the uh, uh, operating system gets released in the fall, usually uh, right around the same time that the new iPhone gets launched. So that's the stuff with the uh, with the iPhone and, and iDevices. The Apple Watch is going to be getting some uh, cool stuff, uh, aside from the fact that it's going to be able to launch apps something like seven times faster, which I'm really looking forward to because I love my Apple Watch, but, man, sometimes it's just you have to wait for certain things to launch. That's going to be nice, but something that a lot of uh, people have been wanting is the ability to check the time without having it speak it out loud. Now, for me, I use a Bluetooth earpiece, and that's solved the problem for me, but uh, some people may not want to do that. There's going to be something with Watch OS 3 that will give you uh, a taptic a way of, of telling the time. So, in other words, it gives you little taps or vibrations on your wrist when you want to check the time so that that way uh, people around you don't hear that you're checking the time. Oh, uh-huh. So they, they've, they've added that. There's going to be uh, for wheelchair users. There's enhancements coming for the activity app to kind of help you uh, log your activity uh, that way. So I'm um, just trying to think of what else. There's, some,
0: there's tons Wh- of what stuff What there, there. What other features of the... Uh- I watch. Do you use? I I I do not have one, and I was just wondering, what would be the main benefit of me buying one of those watches?
1: Well, I can tell you that for me, I I I've always liked wearing a watch, so for me it was a no-brainer. It's just like an enhanced. I expected at the very least it would just be an enhanced talking watch.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But what I like is that, uh, like I mentioned, I I can connect it with a Bluetooth earpiece. So now when I want to check the time, I can do so discreetly. When a notification comes in, um, instead of uh, blaring something loud on the phone or vibrating and I might miss it, it's on my wrist. It it gives me a very uh, soft ding and a little vibration to let me know. And now I can tap the screen and interact with that notification. If I get a text message, I can read it right there from the screen of the watch. And if I want to respond to it, I can actually do so from the watch and invoke dictation and speak my message and send it out or use uh, one of the uh, countless emojis that are available and even some uh, pre programmed or canned responses if you will that say okay you know I'll talk to you later and then you can you can also add to that collection yourself you can add your own to that so wow. <laughs> it lets me uh, interact with messages uh, quickly and discreetly I can I read my email if I like sometimes with it. Uh, I can use one of the I think it's called Transit one of the apps that uh, tracks when the next buses are coming and I can check the times of the next bus that's arriving right from my wrist. So very it's a cool. lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah, very cool. So yeah, that uh, that's I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So for Mac OS now, I'm not a Mac user, but uh, one of the biggest things I think that are coming is that Siri is finally coming to the Mac. Oh it is yeah, so you'll be able to uh have Siri do all kinds of neat things for you and speaking of Siri that 's another thing that i had on on the i o s side is that Siri is going to get better as it does every year, and one of the things is that uh, Apple is opening up more and more into letting third party developers work with Siri, so you can launch more apps or you could uh, you 'll be able to tell it things like send a message to so and so through whatsapp or something like that so it's not like right now currently it can only use its own messaging app to do that if you want to invoke siri to do it so a uh, lot of neat a com- lot of
0: neat stuff uh,
1: coming through that as well
0: gosh i i think that having siri on on the mac computer would be very helpful for so many people i i use siri so much more than i ever thought that i would yeah so it's uh it's
1: amazing So, I think that's pretty much it as far as things that I've uh, readily found available. Uh, I always say keep scanning the internet, uh, keep looking at uh, sites like AppleVis. AppleVis, interestingly enough, has relaxed its policy a little bit about discussion of beta software. While they still uh, don't like certain details being discussed, uh, they've allowed some discussion. So... Uh, I've been finding some interesting threads there, so uh, go to AppleVis uh, as well. And what's nice is that you know you can find other discussions of beta software on the Internet, but obviously it's all geared toward the mainstream market, not the dis- uh, disability market. So I like the fact that AppleVis uh, relaxed that policy a little bit and allows people to uh, give us at least a little
0: glimpse of what's to come. You know, Julian, I was thinking about when they do release the the next version where there will be a video magnifier built into your iPhone, um, what do you think is the, the probability that people will be buying uh, virtual reality types of goggles and using that video magnifier, having it dis- displayed in the magnified view to those goggles? Yep,
1: I see that. Um, Google Cardboard, I pl- I've played with that a little bit. But there are not a lot of apps that enhance what I see through it because I was thinking, boy, wouldn't it be nice to have something where I could uh, change contrasts or do some of the fancy stuff that you find with some of the more expensive systems out there that are coming out that do this. So uh, Apps like these are certainly going to help with that. And Google Cardboard is, is what? It's something that you buy. literally is made of cardboard. That's why it's called <laughs> yeah. But you assemble it, and uh-huh. if you remember the old Viewmasters? Yes, yeah. This is basically the modern-day Viewmaster. <laughs> so you put this up to your eyes, and oh. you stick your phone into a slot, and it even has a little magnetic little thing on the side you could click down, and it, it'll yeah. change things. It'll interact with the phone. And uh, I've used uh, – I've played with certain apps that – have uh, virtual reality type content in there so you literally put this on and as you're turning around and looking at the view you see it's as if you were really there and and looking around, panning around with your eyes. Wow. They have somewhere you could like, uh, it's like you're on a roller coaster and you're oh. sitting in the front <laughs> Oh gosh, There's that would be fun great stuff there. But yeah, I, I was thinking man, this Google Cardboard, if somebody just could write an app That uh, could give us some of this functionality. I think this would be a big
0: plus for some low vision users. You know, all that's going to come. All this is coming. And, you know, we are so blessed that there's so many brilliant scientists and engineers out there. And uh, we are really, you know, we're really benefiting from all of this development at, at no cost. And it's just wonderful. Uh, Julian, if anybody has any questions or maybe they just want to call you and talk, maybe they are an engineer and have some ideas about this Google Cardboard that they would like to get involved with, how can they reach you? Oh, absolutely.
1: I'd love to talk to somebody about that. I can be reached by phone at area code 818-794-9554. Or if somebody wants to email me, they can do so through my website, which is www.tech.com. J V dot com
0: as in John, v as in Victor, com. And we really want to thank all of you out there for listening to these podcasts. Ayers Alley has been in business now for over ten years. We're run completely by volunteers and we appreciate any kinds of donations that you can give to us. But we'd also like for you to tell your friends or other people who have low vision about our programs and that they can now listen to all of these podcasts on their iPhone or their Android cell phone. So you can go straight to our website to get more information about that. So until next time, this is Dr. Bill Tequesta wishing you well.